Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We are the mother-daughter co-founders of the I Create Daily brand. We are passionate about encouraging positivity, creativity, and productivity while bringing you information and resources that support your creative aspirations. I Create Daily is for creators in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. So if you're into creating anything, this podcast has something for you. So tell us, what would support you most in your journey? You can reach us at creators at iCreateDaily.com. Thank Thank you you for for joining joining us us on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode on the I Create Daily podcast, a movement for creators serious about their work. I'm Devani. And I'm Leora. And we are doing a coffee break episode. And this is where we talk about ideas, inspiration, people, just things that we're up to that we hope serve you along the way as well as creators on the journey to making more creations come to life. Yeah, because here's the thing. So we're sharing these conversations that we have um, in case they also inspire you. And part of it is because that's how we use podcasts. A lot of times for us, tuning into podcasts with people that that inspire us or who are doing work in kindred areas um, or in areas that we aspire to, it's like being able to be there having the conversation with them in a way together. Yeah. So in this- And it's like, how many times have we thought like, oh, it'd be so cool to be a fly on the wall in such and such conversations. And podcasts kind of give that avenue of being the fly on the wall. Right, right. Different conversations and interests. Yes. And I think probably for us, one of the hardest things about, uh, so I think we should back up just and give this a topic. So the topic- for the show is art inspiration and creative inspiration in general and what that means to us and to Mm. the world. Um, So we might need to tighten that up in terms of like our actual show notes and when we get ready to SEO it and see what kind of keywords we can rank for. All the non-artsy tech stuff that have to happen. (laughs) Right. But since this is a conversation that we're basically having with friends over coffee in a way or chai as the case may be for me today. then it might be a little bit rambling relative yeah. to touching on a number of different topics. Um, so like, that's what we're doing. We're in conversation with the hard part. I think for us, as I was going to say, is that um, when it is that you're not here with us present, then it's hard to have the back and forth to know what parts and what aspects of our conversations and our interviews serve you most yeah. um, and what it is that you get the most out of and what it is that causes you to tune in and to want to tune in again. So, And please. even like the, the sometimes stickiest stuff of what makes you turn it off, you yeah. know, like what makes you be like, yeah, I don't, I'm not interested in this episode and it's fine. You don't have to like every episode. We certainly skip episodes on certain podcasts that don't seem immediately relevant or interesting or, what, or do they just don't captivate us right off the bat and just um, because that's the part, that's the thing about inspiration. Sometimes we dip in and sometimes we're inspired and we dip in and sometimes it's like, nah, not today. I need to shut that door. And sometimes it has to do with, you know, synchronicity yeah. of the moment or whatever it may be. Yeah. And um, yeah, and we're very much in favor of not wasting time um, with things that don't serve you. Um, so that's what we want for you at the same time, like I started out originally. And that is sometimes there is a place to sit in on conversations and to yeah. have those kind of conversations in general with people who are doing kind of things that we want to do in the world. Um, so, you know, it, it makes us feel not so alone, especially yeah. as entrepreneurs, creators, we can 
you know, writers and, and artists and, and entrepreneurs often work alone for long periods of time. In that creative cave. Exactly. Yeah. And whereas if you're in a corporate environment or any kind of office environment or whatever, I mean, it could be Starbucks, it could be a corporation, mm -hmm. it could be a, a medical office, yeah. a doctor's office, you're surrounded by coworkers and associates and superiors and then also those that you may supervise all day long, basically. And so there's so many opportunities to just, you know, peek around the corner and talk with somebody and have a quick collaboration. Mm -hmm. And that's what most creatives miss. And that's where it is things like the I Create Daily for Creators Facebook group comes in handy, yeah. tuning into the page, the I Create Daily page, um, you know, making those connections with people online who are working in similar areas um, or areas of interest that you are in and or that you aspire to. Um, that's like, it makes us not feel so alone in the journey that can be um, sometimes lonely. Yeah. And then realizing that it, the same emotions kind of flood us all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like sometimes we're, we get like, no matter what area you're creating in, whether it's writing or visual arts or, entrepreneurship it's like uh, there are moments where you're so in the zone and you're really happy being in the zone and there are times you step back and you're like man I'm like I've been in the zone for so long that I need to remember what the rest of the world is doing yeah and you know where I am in relation to the rest of the world yeah and it's like like us with podcasting yeah. it's like we can be so immersed in writing uh, that then when it's time to do a podcast, it's like, mm, do my, will my words come out right? You know, will, will I be able to converse? You know, even though we get a chance Can to I talk. Question yeah, yeah. Even though we get a chance to interact yeah. through our work. I mean, there are times that we're just all super focused on writing and quietly doing that work. And so then you come up for air and I'm sure that many of you can identify it's the concept of if you've been working alone all day, you know, for days on end, then, you know, like to come out into the world and talk, yeah. which is why I think so many people like text these days. It's sort of like the art of phone conversations even has gotten a little, it's like easier to text than it is to get on a phone conversation and have to coordinate, you know, the act of when you say goodbye or when, when the person, when the other person says it and, and you know, so that you're not stepping on each other's or yeah. that there's no, not too many delays and pauses and all and it's that. it's like, goodbye, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> How many times do we go back and like, who ends? Take care. Okay. You too. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, all, all of that. Yeah. All of it's that. It's so interesting, isn't it, is. it? That it's almost uh, become so much easier to end things over written words and verbal word where it's like everybody have a good day and there's like oh you're the last one that said something just that I mean do I have to say back and say it back and like yeah. yeah but we don't want to lose that and so we want to keep that connection going but for us and for you guys um tuning in let us know you know even if you um and please don't hesitate if you're at all inspired, if you all at all enjoy or don't enjoy, um, please let us know what you think, um, what your thoughts are in relation. Let, let's have that conversation. What would you like us to cover? Who would you like us to interview? What are your favorites and least favorites of the things that we do and we share? We got a review from a, um, a guy this morning that said, um, you know, just popped in to say that I really love what we're doing and to please keep on doing it. He, he didn't say specifics, right? About right, what it was. Right. It's like, you're not sure. Well, I guess maybe he's like, like loving all of it. That's great. I guess, but, yeah. It's you know. like, I'll just we'll keep doing our thing <laughs> yeah, and like keep, keep on keeping it. on. Keep it doing it. And, you know, and most people don't leave um, iTunes reviews. And by the way, I mean, iTunes is changing and I don't even know. We haven't investigated the details of that yet. I, we're old and archaic and yeah, need to figure it out we again. Haven't. <laughs> well, but the point is, I don't know that. I don't think the reviews are going to go away. But, so. but if it is that you tune in and you do enjoy the show, 
we would love to hear from you first and foremost. Even if it's an email. Even if it's just, at yeah. iCreateDaily.com. We're not going to bite. And if you offend us, we'll just go buy ice cream. <laughs> it's fine. You know, it's cool. <laughs> or, or maybe have some more of that incredible sweet potato <laughs> cheesecake that you made um, last weekend that was just fantastic, which we'll share, uh, which is actually a recipe on your cooking website, which is something we purchased. It's not something you created from the ground up. So it's not like something like we're like, are so proud of it's yet. It's the forlorn stepchild it's a, that sits it, in the corner most of the right time. Right now, it's a little bit neglected, <laughs> but it's still repository and it's, you know, like incubating. Yeah, because um, I love cooking. We all love eating. It's fun. And sometimes I really get into it and, you know. Yeah, and she does a great job in her. And, and it's wonderful because she loves to cook and take photos of it. And then I love to eat it. And so I mean, like, I'm the Instagram generation. And she actually eats food. So it works, right? Like, take photos, make pretty food because it's all for the looks. And like, does it taste good though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. So anyway, um, if you want to send us an email, creators, like Devani said, yeah. creators at iCreateDaddy.com. It could just be brief, but whatever it is, uh, we'd love to hear from you and hear your part and your side of the conversation. Yeah. Um, but on that including like what are you doing and what are you working on and are you working alone and are you struggling and are you surrounded by other creative people or do you feel like you know you're you're an isolated uh, like in a desert island so to speak with a sea of others that with whom you cannot connect all of that we'd love to hear more and know more uh about you your perspective and your background just like who are you yeah. even you know like we're interested i think that's the the thing about creators, as much as we get stuck in our zones of whatever we're doing, whether it's a zone of being stuck or a zone of creative flow, we want to know who other people are who are creative and out there doing things. And we, we definitely want to know who you guys are and what you're working on. And, and eventually are. we'll do a podcast on a little bit more about our vision for I Create Daily, but a little dipping into a little bit of that now, we want to be a platform that also helps elevate your creative inspiring work because that so we're talking about art inspiration that's what really inspires us is people in the trenches doing the work and you know doing what they want to do yeah definitely um seeing people who have come alive uh, doing work yeah. that lights you up from the inside out you know that is our mission our goal is to uh, foster that is to support that is to encourage it and to um, catalyze that for those who are ready to do that to do more of that um, so speaking of that we were talking uh, so one of the things that um, we've been enjoying recently as a family and entrepreneur during during the workday as well as the personal time is just uh, some of the wonderful soundtracks for movies and our latest um, enjoyment is the greatest showman soundtrack which we've actually used a few of the songs for some recent art mm -hmm. prompts, as well as the um, Lord of the Dance soundtrack, which we also Two do. very different vibes. Two very different vibes, and yet both of them about art, music, creativity, dancing, movement, and incredible mastery of skills. Oh, yeah. So as I was... And both performance art-based skills, yes. you know, like just like passion about let's um, create or put an experiential performance for others to enjoy and be inspired by. Yeah. And as we like, it's hard not to listen to those and to not want to get up and dance. And I've always loved dance and dancing though. When I was growing up in, in Hawaii, um, the only kind of dance, um, 
classes that you could do basically was hula. And at the time I didn't feel like I wanted to do that because not being Hawaiian by blood, it just seemed, I just didn't care for having Haole as much dancing and hula at that time. That was like my internal prejudice. Like I, maybe I think it was shy that maybe other people would, would judge if I were doing it just like um, same thing with surfing. Um, it was okay for the women, the girls, rather the chicks to do body surfing and boogie boards weren't around yet at the time. In and the you were show. like, I'm going to tackle standing no, up. No, 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 I did, no, 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 no. I did, I did like the right thing. I didn't <laughs> want to intrude in the guy's space and territory. I was not as, as confident yeah. uh, then. And so in particular, it mattered more to me because that's how I grew up about what other people thought. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure you had all this pressure from school and stuff to Right. To blend it. Well, you also, it's re your story about that is really interesting because your parents moved from Alabama during the heat of uh, integration. Yeah. Um, uh, racism. Desegregation. Desegregation yeah. going on there. Right. And they were like, I don't want my kids to grow up in an environment where they constantly need to worry about. Um, that yeah because yeah, uh, they didn't raise being us prejudice be, yeah. like you right. you don't need to be prejudiced so why yeah. like we don't need to be in this environment that cultivates being prejudiced right uh, as a family but then you moved to hawaii and then you had to like deal with everybody else being like well you're this white girl from the main island that's interesting and we're all mainland yeah from the main yeah. sorry from the mainland yeah. and that was an interesting flip flop for you i'm yeah. sure it's like you moved out and i'm sure that created a lot of empathy um around that like obviously it's not what this it's podcast is about but yeah. well no absolutely it was a determination to never be prejudiced and you know and of course as you grow you realize that there are prejudices you have about mm -hmm. you know i mean about all kinds of things about colors yeah. or about art or about you know i love this kind of food and not that kind of food but when yeah. it comes to judging yes. people based on you know their appearance or their color or whatever it was just like never or how they choose to express themselves creatively exactly so it definitely instills in, yeah. in your in you a realization that um judgment is a really bad thing and and it's unfounded you know to be judged based on that and so but but for a while then it did regulate me relative to totally. you know being really t intimidated by what other people would think so anyway longer story uh short story made longer i guess i could say <laughs> is so i didn't do dance there was no there were there was ballet or hula and I wasn't interested in ballet, didn't have a ballet body and the hula was like, I felt like I shouldn't. And so I didn't. Years later, you know, it's like, wow, okay. So I ended up taking classical Indian dance, which is a culture, but it was a culture I had gotten into. Devani's Indian, but it's before she was even known, a known entity, before she was born, mm -hmm. before we went to India. And uh, we joke her. around all the time that like, you must have been Indian in a past life because you are definitely more Indian in terms of the cultural things <laughs> you do and are drawn to the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the food. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you keep saying you're probably part Mexican born in India somehow because you love Mexican food as much. Uh, uh, but I don't know, when we get the curries anyway. going, you definitely love the curry. But yeah, so, so anyway, back to what was the point I was trying to make, sorry. Um, we were come, oh dancing back to dancing so anyway yeah I would if I had it to do over in the era that we're in I definitely would think I would have been a dancer because yeah. I just, I've always been drawn to dance my point though is not about me or what I like to do <laughs> but it is about how it is that music um, can inspire us and you know I just think that when we hear about people who are depressed or um, you know frustrated and struggling that there are so many simple tools 
at our fingertips to help us turn our day around. And we write a lot of articles about that because we all go through the doldrums and down days and frustrations and struggles and fears and anxieties. But there are also many tools to help us out of that. Some of those tools are the arts. And I think that that's one of the purpose. Um, part of the purpose of art is to inspire the human spirit uh, to become more fully manifest in our lives and to help us get unstuck um, in like, because art opens. It's like art is a discovery of the inner world brought outward. Um, and when we do art, it helps us discover that within ourselves. And when we witness the excellence in others, it helps us aspire to be more of that ourselves. Oh, yeah. So, it, and on that point, just uh, when it comes to music, music is sound waves and we, our energy field, whether we're conscious of it or not, responds to sound wave because it's just another wave. It's another wave, like in, energy comes in waves and, and music speaks directly to that, like frequency wise. And I would say if you're an artist and you're ready to, or a creator of any type, ready to make the leap out of any type of depression, anxiety, whatever you're working through and you want to pull yourself out of that, I would also ca uh, caution you and like become more aware of the music you listen to because music that is depressing will create more loops of depression and it will just keep you stuck in that story. It will keep you stuck in that feeling because those sound waves are literally vibing to your own internal depression, anxiety, feeling down, feeling hopeless. And so it's like, sure, maybe you connect to the lyrics. Sure, maybe you connect to, to the sound. But if you're trying to work your way out of that, you have to approach it with, or at least my opinion, is that you should be careful of what you tune into, including the music you listen to and how it's feeding your energy and your creative inspiration because it does sync with what you're feeling yeah. and it really speaks to your energy level and when you do tune in like when when we listen to the greatest showman or when we listen to lord of the dance or just music that uplifts us it it actually you can tell the difference that it makes you feel better it makes you want to get up and dance and so that's i think part of it too is like you have to key in to the kind of creativity that does uplift you because not all creativity does uplift us right a and it doesn't always have to some creativity like the point of it is to speak to the dark parts of our journey and that's fine but if your goal is to get yourself out of that then being very aware of what you tune into is important i think definitely absolutely and it's proven to impact us at the cellular level. Um, and you know, it's so easy. The thing about when we get stuck in loops and down days, negative loops and that sort of thing, it's sort of like exercise and non-exercise. Um, it's like the more we go without exercise, uh, the easier it becomes not to and the harder yeah. it becomes to. So um, <laughs> and yeah, and, and it's sort of, sort of like for us, like we typically go out and walk the dogs um, like mid afternoon and bike the hills. We have hills in our neighborhoods and we get the bikes out and bike those hills. And if we haven't had a chance to do that until say around five, which has been sitting all day for me anyway, it's easier to continue sitting. Uh, just because I know Devani sometimes gets really antsy, especially if you've had caffeine and wants to go out. But there are days that in, in particular, if it's a, a rainy or overcast day or chilly, where, <laughs> or chilly where you're affected by the weather and you just want to cloister in yeah, and pull in. Yeah. Uh, so those are the days. So 
those days that it's harder to get motivated and to get going are the days that we have to push harder to do it. It's amazing because it's like learning like when to dance with what you feel like doing and when to resist what you feel like doing and, but, and like yeah. balancing the two. But almost always, I would, it's like there are a number of times in particular where you felt like where I've gotten down, you know, like less and less energy from sitting and mm. you've gotten more and more antsy and yeah. you've, you've, you know, nudged me to go ahead and bike anyway. And a hundred percent of the time, I am glad, even like there have been times when I didn't sleep so well and didn't feel so good. Um, and, and I was being annoying about and, it. And because no. you're like, you don't understand that I got two hours of sleep, <laughs> child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you know, even, I mean, on occasion, yes, you have to just let it go and rest. But for the most part, um, well, 100% of the time that we like, when I say most part, I mean, there are a couple times when we just didn't, yeah. and I just get, gave into that. But 100% of the time that I pushed through and went anyway, even when I didn't feel like it, maybe even especially when I didn't feel like it, it is amazing the power that is unleashed into your body, into yeah. your being, and into your psyche when you push through what's hard and you think about it. It's like, it's unfortunate that so often we are trained and indoctrinated through this comfort phase of society basically yeah. to stop as soon as we get tired stop as soon as things get hard yeah. um and whenever we stop you know or even to not stop when we're full so if full right. from eating so right. if we don't stop when we're full from eating then in or if we don't stop eating until we're full then it is inevitable inevitable that we will gain weight and if we yeah. don't push when we're tired then it, it is inevitable that our barrier of of, of possibility diminishes mm. so we have to keep pushing those boundaries for our world of opportunity to stay mm. more open and more vibrant and more vital definitely and and learning like when to do which right which is a fun and i think we all have to kind of find that for ourselves like when to do which and yet at the same time things like creative groups whether it's our group or anybody's group it can help uh, having the perspective of other people on the journey, pushing through some of the same things gives us all perspective because we all struggle with different things, even though we're on quote, the same human experience, we're all humans, we're all going through the same types of emotions and ups and downs. And just having the perspective that, oh, this person is really, really struggling with this thing that it can, and it's not about comparing journeys at all, but having the, um, I guess looking glass of like peering into each other's lives reminds us that, okay, it's fine that I'm in this space of struggle. It's something I have to work through and I'll get to the other side. Yeah. I just need to learn what needs to be learned in this struggle. Right. I need to go through this struggle or even like if you're in a space of comfort, like learning whatever you need to learn through that, like you're comfortable. You're maybe um, it's that you learn that too much comfort creates this creative agitation. And then you feel anxious or depressed because you're not, you're not putting out the creative output, which really feeds the spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's just something to learn too. Yeah, definitely. And so when we're talking about things like the um, greatest showman soundtrack um, or the um, Lord of the dance, if you are familiar with the backstories on either of those productions, they were so phenomenally gargantuan that many people said it couldn't be done in fact the greatest showman was like in production for years wasn't it do you remember i think it was something like they wrote the script years and years and years ago and then they start i want seven it seems like it is it i thought it was that it was written like maybe even 20 years ago and it just 
wasn't being picked up by any studios no, and I'm then the talking- actual production yeah once they actually got a studio behind it the actual production took like seven to nine years that's what i was thinking is around seven years and you know to imagine any actor producer director uh, musicians etc to be tying up uh, you know their their time and bandwidth and project roster that long uh, on one production you never know you know it's sort of like uh Reminds me a little bit of uh, Peter Diamandis or Diamandis, uh, who was the founder of SpaceX, and how you know he. No, X-Prize. Sorry, sorry. He's X-Prize. on the board of SpaceX. Sorry, of X-Prize. All these um, entrepreneurs having space well, projects. Well, and, and the concept though is having yeah. extraordinary, literally out of this world visions, and and just the belief yeah. to put it, you know, to believe in it so much that they made it happen no matter against all odds kind of And thing. it sounds crazy. Right. Like you start understanding, like if everybody is telling you this thing is absurdly crazy, then maybe you're on the right path because those things sound insane. Yeah. Like Peter Diamandis' X-Price thing, he, did, he barely had enough money to launch a business in the era that he started that, let alone to boldly proclaim, I'm going to pay a million dollars to somebody who has a revolutionary idea. Yeah. Was it a million or 13 million? Do you remember? I it was millions. It anyway. was a lot of money. It was a lot of money <laughs> that he didn't that he didn't have. I yeah. think it might have been thirteen million. But at any rate, as the as, and and all of that came to came about as a result. I mean, talk about you know the the quote about if you believe it, it can so or set things in motion. The universe will respond. You know the Goethe quotes and all those quotes that we all like to talk about seeing it in action. Yeah, you know it's literally is what they manifested, and, and it's a superpower. It is, yeah. Like, like you see I'm all these so superhero movies and it's like they're so immediate in their ability to bring whatever into reality. And yet it's just a metaphor. Like we have that too. It just takes longer. Yeah. And it's like their hero story is the grit and perseverance of um, going through the struggle to then become the super strong version of yeah. themselves or whatever it is, you know, whatever thing they have going on whatever origin story, but ours is like literally the exact same thing. Well, that's, I'm so glad you mentioned it because we didn't talk about this before we started recording, but that was where I was actually going to end up, <laughs> oh, end up with this. Yeah. So this is fantastic. Back to the greatest showman and Lord of the dance for a second. So as we were watching the Lord of the dance and the kids grew up with this, you guys, you know, perhaps you did as well, where Damani and her brother were little kids. And, you know, they used to just dance around the house and living room like crazy, you know, and then they stop and watch and they dance and dance like crazy, just, you know, frenetically. And Damani even took uh, Irish dance lessons for a while. And uh, as did I for a little while. And just because we loved the dancing and the music so much, I wanted to be able to to dance to it. Um, But and then until they, until you got to be teens and you're like self-conscious, but you know, when you're little kids, it's like, you were just dancing like crazy. So we had so much fun uh, finding the DVD on eBay and yeah. buying the old one because you can't find the original Lord of the Dance on Amazon or anywhere for sale, except like as a used one right now, at least at this point in time. You can find it on YouTube and stream it. And yes, <laughs> you can stream the old, very poor quality video on YouTube. <laughs> But it's so good. And there is a new Michael Flatley story where he actually, as he was turning 50, Michael Flatley, Mm. the original producer uh, and star dancer. And choreographer. And choreographer (laughs) for Lord of the Dance brought it back to Dublin and they and then many other countries and they did another sold out uh, like a stadium size auditorium um, called Two, was it? I think it was just 
Lord of the Dance. No, 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 no. I mean, the, the actual auditorium the had Dublin a name. The Dublin O2 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think that. it was like that. Um, so anyway, yeah. they sold out. And this is like right around, you know, when dancers, like he was turning 50 and everybody told him, oh, you're too old and it will never work and all that. And it Like was, the dancing career is so and short. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. So we'll link to that because if you guys haven't seen that, that is available as a newest video. And it is fantastically inspiring. So. Yeah definitely recommend you watch that. Yeah. But as we were watching that, what I was sharing with the family is that, you know, I love all of that. And there is, you know, to see the mastery and the beauty mm -hmm. of that in motion. And yet as much as I love dance, I don't think I would ever want to spend so much time, all the time necessary to master that particular dance or any particular dance that well. So it's not that I wouldn't love to master it, it's that I wouldn't want to devote all my creative time to that because that's what it requires to be that fantastic. To master anything means going a mile deep and an inch wide. And we tend to be a little bit the other way. We have so many things that we're interested in that we're a little bit more a mile wide and an inch deep in that we're touching on and picking up and synthesizing many different areas of creativity. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is for you, it's not that there's a right and a wrong. We're just saying that I'm saying, while I admire that, we use it as fuel. And, 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 it, and it, it, we use it as fuel, exactly right. And so that's the thing that brings to mind, you know, about the, the superhero movies, because to me, these dancers, and I keep, I'm pointing in this direction because I'm looking at the notes of the, of the <laughs> these show. Dancers. These dancers, do you see them? They're standing right here. <laughs> and if you're on audio, you're not even seeing not even that. Seeing you're either. just yeah. hearing the voice point. Right, right, right. Hear my yeah. voice point at these yeah. dancers. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. So, so seeing human excellence, seeing art, uh, you know, in, in even beautiful creations, even if you're the artist creating it or the, the author who's authored it and you don't think it's perfect yet, putting it out there and putting your work and putting beauty and creativity out into the world is a part of what inspires others to do better be be and be better versions of themselves and to try things that they may never have tried. Yeah. Excuse me. So, so it's the same with like watching performances like that, watching beauty in motion um, and hearing it and seeing it reminds us to, it's sort of like, oh, here's a funny, remember how Nikolai, uh, my son, Devani's brother was saying uh, one night we were watching sort of like an inspiring, um, I think it was like a Tom Billy, some, something inspiring. Oh, yeah. And he was, he thought we were going to watch like a movie and so he'd gotten a, but we weren't. Oh, and so we were going to watch like uh, an inspiring uh, interview, uh, probably on Impact Theory. He was, oh, Go ahead. bless his heart. Go ahead. <laughs> and I mean that in the most loving way. I almost never say that, I but know. like, bless him. <laughs> um, so we were watching, so we, he thought that we were watching a movie, but instead we were watching a Tom Bilyeu interview of Impact Theory. And he has amazing interviews. They're vastly entertaining, at least us. Not so much to my brother. But we're watching it and he's well, he enjoys down. it when he watches it, but he would he like has to a get movie. into yeah. it and he you kinda like have to better. trick him into watching it. And then he's like, <laughs> Oh right, this is good. Um but um, so we're watching it and he has this plate of notches and he not he got a huge plate all his plates are huge of nachos <laughs> of nachos it's like you know his thing yeah washing and eating uh, right and and he sits down and he's eating his nachos and he's watching this inspiring interview and he's getting like increasingly agitated and when we get to the end he's like i hated my nachos and we're like why and he's like i thought we were gonna watch a movie but we watched something inspiring and now those nachos are just they were kind of gross <laughs> <laughs> so, so which which gets back to what we were talking about earlier about the tools 
and things that we have available to us at our fingertips. But it was really poignant. It was very poignant to help for him as well, mm -hmm. to help us get out of it. And that is, there are certain foods, there are certain sounds, there are certain yeah. activities, there are certain people, there are certain, you know, music, whatever, that help us get out to of the negative space and, and into positive spaces and vice versa. So, you know, like if we are now we're going to have like a, a totally, you know, blitz out, mm -hmm. rock'em, sock'em, entertaining night of superheroes, popcorn, not just whatever, you know, that's like the norm, right? Yeah. And yet, you know, it's sort of like part of why for me it's not as big a deal. And I would rather watch something like The Greatest Showman or Lord of the Dance. Don't <laughs> well, because the thing about superheroes is one is it is superheroes can be so phenomenal that it make that we can't relate to it. Mm -hmm. But if we see humans doing fantastic things that we can actually that, that's actually humanly possible, mm -hmm. then um, then it's it helps us realize what's possible for us and it helps inspire us to do more. Because you know, if you're watching sure. like a Lord of the Dance. It's hard to sit there and devour a plate of nachos. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Because you're I'm seeing like, celery, people. carrots, please. You're Let's seeing people. Bring the in, rabbit food brigade. Yeah, you're seeing people <laughs> yeah. in peak performance, yeah. you know, putting their all oh, yeah. into it. And when you see someone at peak performance putting their all into something, it inspires. Now, if it, put, if it makes you feel negative about yourself, if it makes you, uh, like, at, at that point where Nikolai didn't really enjoy his nachos anymore because it made him feel less about what he was doing and the choices he was making just didn't fit the scenario. I mean, it would be like, um, you know, wearing uh, your, your hoodie and your sweats to the opera with a hot dog. You know, it's like if you're going to go but, to the football yeah, game or the baseball game, sure. then you've got your, your hoodie, your sweatpants, and you've got your hot dog, you know, and your baseball hat, whatever it is. If you go I to know, the opera, you better in context, check out. <laughs> in context, right? Yeah. Everything has its place, which is why the superhero thing has its place. Now, yeah. okay, as a superhero fan and sitting here giving, glaring <laughs> yeah. at me, glaring at me when I'm talking about You know, about like it. a verbal essay is coming <laughs> your way, right? <laughs> Question, does, okay, so does watching superhero movies, inspire you do you think to be a better version of yourself yeah okay cool well let's hear it yeah and this is where like i get both perspectives and i think this is where i like marvel and the marvel cinematic universe and the marvel stories more than the dc stories and i'm gonna get shade for this but that's fine i like marvel it I'm doesn't super, matter it's totally fine come at me bros but anyway um what I love that Marvel focuses on is that all the quote heroes in the Marvel cinematic stories and the Avengers and all of that, the Iron Mans, the Captain Americas, they first started as humans. They first started as human, normal people. My favorite is Iron Man. And yeah, he's a pompous jerk um, for many of the stories, but he created his own hero out of the power of his mind and mental um, stature in mm -hmm. life. He, he developed his brain and yes, and he was thrown into this situation where it was life or death and he was going to be killed and he was already having issues with his body. He was in like, things were going on as a human that would have killed him. And with it, the power of his mind, right. he made himself a hero. Right. He did not come from a faraway planet. No offense to Superman, but, you know, no offense to Wonder Woman. It's fantastic. Women empowerment. That's great. But all of those types of stories tend to be like this alien being that's not human comes and swoops in and saves us. And they're always just there to save us. 
And whereas a story like an Iron Man and even a Captain America and even the Hulk, even though they were scientifically enhanced, they are still fundamentally human and they still went through fundamentally human struggles of being the little person and needing to grow up with that, needing to grow up with being something less than they were and still showing up to the plate every single time. Captain America was this scrawny, scruffy kid. Right. And yet he was the best soldier as a human. Mm -hmm. Like every single obstacle that was thrown to him when he was like this wimpy, scrawny twig, Mm -hmm. he stepped up and went above and beyond, which is why they selected him. And Mm -hmm. so he was a, he stepped into being a hero based on his merit. He was already a hero within. Right, exactly. And that's what really inspires me about like Iron Man and Captain America and even the Hulk and his struggles is like, these are the characters that as a human, they already stepped up to the plate. Right. It wasn't that. Sure. I love that. So 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 how does that uh, inspire, like after watching any of those on a given night, how do they inspire you to be a better version of yourself? Like it, it reminds you like, where are you not stepping up or where am I not stepping up to my own plate? Or like, where am I not like, what am I doing? That's less than, or what am I doing that? How am I excusing something because I, it's fun in the moment mm-hmm. or how am I like, you know, those different questions you ask yourself, where am I not stepping up to a plate? How am I not serving in the best way that I could? And just like, because like those are metaphors, the hero stories are just metaphors of what about me? Like, yeah. you know, if I see a problem in my day, what am I doing about it? Mm-hmm. Or am I just sitting there and being like, oh, well, this is, you know, such a problem and mm-hmm. there's no solution, you know, because we definitely all have those days too. Sure. Be your own superhero, like back to the hero's journey yeah. concept, right? So the mm-hmm. hero's journey is really about the journey into discovering ourselves yeah. and our own greatness relative to ourselves in our choice about it. And who we become in that in the journey of our life, basically, yeah. which is why it's, it's so important to not delay um, pursuing your dreams. There's never going to be a perfect time, um, like we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Everything we've done with I Create Daily, it's not been a perfect time to do that. Um, and you know, maybe it doesn't exist. And not to say that there aren't sometimes perfect times, or so it seems. Um, for us, that hasn't been the case for pretty much everything we have done, and yet we pursued it anyway. And every single time we do, it, it has expanded our capacity to do more and has led to so much more. Yeah. So don't delay creating the work that, that's important to you and pursuing it on no matter the challenges to do it. And don't let yourself get stuck in focusing on how far away your goals may seem from where you are now, if that's the case, um, because you have to, we have to focus on the gains, not the gaps, focus on the next step in front of us, not how far we have to go, because that's the only way to get there. And daily steps in the direction of your dreams is a proven path to success. So go for it. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye guys. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. 
And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.